Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Hello, Sarasota. This is Bob. Just wanted to give you a heads up that Friday, August 12th, we have a special episode with Ron Turner, Supervisor of Elections for Sarasota County. I thought it was important to get him in here at this time because on August 23rd, we have a primary election. So it'll give you an opportunity to hear how elections are conducted in Sarasota County. Also, they're short of poll workers. So if you would like to really get an insight on how local elections are conducted, you can sign up to become a poll worker and earn a couple of bucks. Simply go to sarasotavotes.gov, click on that tab, poll workers, and you can sign up for date and time that works for you. Appreciate it. So on to today's show. Many seasoned corporate guys are recruited to lead small startups because they have the experience, vision, and leadership chops to get the job done. My guest today is one of those people and is doing some fascinating work in the organic marijuana and gardening space right here in Sarasota. Hi, I'm your host, Bob Williams. I believe any community is better off when you listen to each other's stories. It's one of the true keys to the local culture and connects us in a way that cannot be done any other way. In fact, that's why I created the Sarasota Stories podcast. I started so that you could get connected just a little bit deeper in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview a neighbor of ours who is doing great work and impacting our town in positive ways. So you'll hear from authors and artists, entrepreneurs, civic leaders, and others share how they chose their profession, what they're working on now, and what their plans are for the future. I'm very pleased to introduce to you today Scott Allshaus, President and CEO of Sarasota Green Group. Scott will share with us one thing most people don't know about him. Why he took the CEO job with a startup company in the medical marijuana and organic gardening space after a successful career with such household name companies as Heinz and Campbell's Soup. How his background and strategies helping him grow Sarasota Green Group. The difference between their two product lines, Earth Ally and Growers Ally. What the future looks like for this fascinating company and much, much more. I'm so glad you stopped by today. It's my hope that you will listen, that you will learn, but most importantly, connect. Scott Allshaus, President and CEO of the Sarasota Green Group. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Bob, thanks for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on. It, it's interesting. I'm, we were talking before I hit record, and I'm trying to think. I think it was the Observer Group where I came across your story, and I said, I got to have this guy on 
because I do have an interest, obviously, in all things organic and organic gardening. I, I'm on too small of a plot to do any gardening, so I kind of live vicariously through YouTube and that sort of jazz. But when I saw Sarasota Green Group I, and uh, your story, I thought, man, this, this is really cool. And I'd love to have you on. So we're going to talk about, you know, how you guys started this company. And we're going to talk about, you know, the, the different product lines that you have, which I find fascinating that, you, that you're delving in the marijuana market. Uh, I think that's really fascinating. But one question I always like to start off with, with all my guests, is what is one thing that most people don't know about you? I'm not sure if most people don't know about it, but my wife and I are huge dog lovers. We have three dogs at home right now. We've had a total of seven pets over the years. We have uh, we have a Boston Terrier named Bruno, and we have brothers that are half Boston Terrier, half French Bulldogs. They're French Dins, Dexter and Ozzy, and they're a big part of my motivation for doing what I'm doing. We we you know we create products that are safe for people and pets, and these cool. little guys are so important to us. It's a big big part of my motivation. That's very cool. I'm a huge dog lover. I haven't had one in a while, but uh, I'm also a big fan of the bulldog, um, the bulldog groups. I, I had an English bulldog growing up by the name of Bruno. Also, he was very cool, and he was paired with an Irish wolfhound. So they were the original Mutt and Jeff. <laughs> well, that's interesting, and we'll get into some of the products that you create that allow pets to get on your lawn without being concerned about that, but. Give us a little bit about your background because you have, you know, a very long um, career or 25 year career, I should say, in consumer packaged goods. And uh, so, so kind of give us, you know, our listeners kind of the broad strokes of your career and then we'll kind of get into what you're doing today. Sure thing. I spent most of my career at big food companies. So I started my career at Pillsbury. Uh, worked there for 11 years doing all sorts of different roles, started off calling on supermarkets, worked up to calling on uh, different accounts and ended up in the corporate office at Pillsbury in Minneapolis. Um, I left there as they were being sold to General Mills. I uh, moved over to Heinz and I was at Heinz for 11 years, a uh, number of different roles with them as well. Just both just great experiences, learned so much. They were able to you know move me through different roles and uh, really got to learn how a whole company works. Right. Worked at the corporate office for both of those companies. Um, I left there. I went to Campbell's Soup and was there for a couple of years. And then I started my transition into smaller companies. So I, I got this foundation that, that I love. I wouldn't give it back for anything. But I got to a point where, you know, I, I got a little tired of the corporate, the big corporate company, the bureaucracy, the red tape, things moving really slowly. And, and I really wanted to, to branch out and get into some smaller companies. So I was with a company in Ocala called Signature Brands for a couple of years. Uh, and then I moved to a very small company. So I moved to a company in Miami called Buddy Fruits. We made uh, all natural fruit snacks for kids. Think of applesauce with, uh, with some flavors in them. And uh, that was my first you know, job as a CEO where I was running the company, smaller company, natural products. And I got to take all of the experiences and skills that I had built up with those big companies and translate it to a small company, um, but do it in a way where, where I could have the, the structure and discipline uh, of a big company, but I could have that entrepreneurial spirit, move very quickly, get rid of the bureaucracy and red tape, and really create like a family kind of environment at, at that company. And um, that was a great experience. And and, and I brought that same thing here to Sarasota Green Group. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't trade those experiences for anything, but I really love being part of a small company where we can move very quickly and adapt quickly and, and we can be in big growth mode. 
You know, again, we were talking before I hit record and I told you I came up in a, a family owned business and uh, I would not do well in corporate America. I think it's kind of like what you start off with and it's just a completely different dynamic. So, but so you've had a wonderful career in, in, in large corporations. How did that prepare you for working for smaller companies and then eventually kind of doing your own thing? I think it gave me a great foundation of the business essentials. So, uh, you know, knowing uh, about selling and, and and presentation, you know, decks and what what resonates with buyers that I've, I've worked with across the board, so many different buyers uh, and, and, and retailers across the country, uh, but also knowing about a little bit about product development and marketing and enough about operations and enough about finance to, to really do all those functions. So, uh, again, experience I wouldn't give up for the world, but uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go back to that world for anything at this point. Right? Yeah, because where you're at now is kind of like your baby, and you make the decision, and uh, you don't have to wait two weeks to for it to go through the different uh, through the different offices and different um, kind of pipelines there. So what? So huge it's a huge competitive advantage for us uh i compete against big big companies uh and uh me being able to move very quickly we make decisions in days and weeks that take our competitors months and years to make it's a huge right. advantage so i i love being love being in that situation right right well that's very cool so was there a was there an aha moment that you said, hey, I want to go into the organic gardening product space uh, with Sarasota Green Group? You know, I, uh, I, I got connected with the, 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 the person who owns this company now. He had the idea of starting this company and getting into this space. And, you know, I came from the food business, so I didn't know pesticides. But I, uh, I sat down with him and he told me about the vision of, of what he was doing. And it just made so much sense. It just clicked because the food business, for whatever reason, adapted to natural and organic many years ago. And it's a, it's a pretty decent part of that business. But when we looked at pesticides, there weren't very many, if any, really good offerings in that safe space. Really? And, and we said, wow, there is a huge opportunity here to, uh, to drive some innovation, drive better products, fill an unmet need. That's, that's just not there. So what what better time than to jump in, you know, at that point instead of once, you know, eight or 10 people are already in this space. So that's what really hooked me uh, on on the idea of, uh, you know, getting into this space and getting into pesticides. And it's been it's been a fun journey the last four plus years, learning about the category, learning about the space and and, and building the company. So so was this a headhunter that connected you to or was it a friend of a friend type scenario? It was a it was a mutual friend of a friend kind of thing, just one of those random things. Uh, my friend knew that I was moving back to Sarasota, so um, I I lived here. I moved here in 2012, lived here for four years, and then I moved to Miami when I ran Buddy Fruit. So I lived in Coral Gables for three years. When that ran its course, I actually sold that company, uh, stayed with the new owners for a short period of time for about a year, and then we we didn't want to stay in Miami. So where did we want to go? And we said, gosh, we got to come back to Sarasota. We loved it here. Uh, loved living here so much. So we moved back here and uh, wasn't sure what I was going to do. And that's when I got connected with uh, the, the person who owns this company and uh, just hit it off. It was one of those, uh, one of those things that just comes together. Well, that's, that's very cool. So, so let's, let's talk about Sarasota green group and we're going to get into the products here a little bit, but what, I mean, how big of a company is this? I mean, do you have, you know, tons of employees? You have a handful of employees? I mean, where do you do your manufacturing, all that sort of stuff? We are, uh, 
we're, we're 10 employees right now. So we're small, we're lean. We outsource a lot of things to keep overhead low and, and, and flexible. Uh, we don't own our own manufacturing at this point. So we have partners that do the manufacturing for us. That's right. all done in uh, Indiana. So it's done in uh, around Fort Wayne, Indiana. So kind of a central location for me to ship to the whole U.S. from. Um, but all of our people are based here in, in Sarasota. So we love uh, love being based here. I found it a great market to find uh, a lot of talent. We've got a great team here. Just great, great experience. People came from a lot of different backgrounds, but culturally we you know we we look for those people that uh, are really a great fit and and we kind of operate as a family kind of uh, business well you 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 kind of hit on something you said it's a place to find great talent and whatnot but so many businesses are really struggling right now to just just for basic head count so how have you guys been able to navigate that you know i th- i think we've been fortunate but i think uh, i think part of that fortune is whenever whenever we have an opening and we post a position and we start talking about what we're doing in our mission about bringing, you know, safe, effective, responsible products to market. It just resonates with so many people and people are really excited about getting, you know, involved in this opportunity. It's still in my mind still a ground floor opportunity. There's so much upside to what we're doing and uh, I think that's something that not every company can offer. So it's uh, it's it's a fun adventure here every day. We all walk in here. We never know what's going to what's going to happen. Uh, we have so many, you know, new customers, new inquiries that come in all the time. So uh, it, it's kind of an adventure every day, and everybody really, really seems to enjoy that. Well, let's talk about your uh, two main product lines. And again, I'm really fascinated by it uh, because I've always, again, as I've, I've had a latent interest in permaculture, which is a type of growing, which is biomimicry. And as I said, I'm kind of like a, um, I live vicariously through YouTube since I, I have a very small uh, plot that I live on and whatnot. But um, I find it fascinating how you can leverage things that are already in nature to really accomplish what we use a lot of synthetics for. And you have two product lines, Earth Ally and then Growers Ally. Let's talk about those product lines who they're for, what they do, just take it from there. Sure. So um, when we when we started the company, we started with with no products, no brands, nothing. I was employee number one. Uh, didn't have an office. Didn't have business cards. Didn't have a laptop. First thing was to go to Best Buy and get a laptop. So you know, we <laughs> we, we built the strategy from square one, and we said, what do we want to do? What do we want to be? You know, where are we going to play? How are we going to win? Those strategy questions that you ask when you're starting. And, uh, you know, one of, one of the benefits of starting from scratch is, uh, I guess, benefit or uh, problem, depending on how you look at it. But I can't blame anybody else for anything that we've done because we've been making all the decisions since day one. I didn't inherit anything, which is fun. Wow. Uh, but, but we decided we want to be in the space where we're selling to home gardeners, landscape, and possibly nurseries. And then we wanted to be in the cannabis and hemp space. We saw that as an emerging market with lots of upside. Yep. There are some places we're staying away from. So we're not going into big agriculture. We're not going to try to sell to a uh, thousand acre farms that are that are growing soybeans or something like that. That's a different market. So we were very uh, thoughtful in where we wanted to play. And once we decided that, we said to ourselves, what's the best way for us to be successful? And can we do that with one brand? And the answer was, we really didn't think we could be successful with one brand on both the home gardening and landscape side and in cannabis and hemp. 
the consumers are so different. The way you talk to them is so different about the brand. We made that decision early on. I'm really glad we made that decision to separate those and do Earth's Ally brand for home gardeners and for landscape and to do Grower's Ally for cannabis and hemp. We use uh, many of the same formulas. We share the same ingredients and basic chemistry, but we market it and position it very differently. And it's super effective. It works It works uh, equally well in both uh, both applications, both markets. Um, but, but separating those brands was, it was a really important decision. That's fascinating because you, you're really talking about the strategy aspect of how you're going to position these products. And I find, find that really fascinating. So, so these are organic products, is that correct? That is correct. So right now we have four products. We have an insecticide, we have a fungicide, we have a three-in-one that bring both of those products together, and we have a weed killer. So all the products are made with food grade ingredients, rosemary oil, clove oil, peppermint oil is our insecticide. Our uh, fungicide is citric acid. That's in a lot of food products that you eat at home. Um, Our three in one is thyme oil, rosemary oil, a little bit of clove, a little bit of peppermint oil. And then our weed and grass killer is sea salt, a little bit of acid vinegar and some soap. So really simple things that you recognize that are in your home today that you don't worry about being around your family and your pets. Uh, but we put them together in a way that right. they're super effective at, at, at eliminating and controlling and repelling these pests. Um, and, you know, we couldn't. So our biggest challenge, Bob, as a company is we're not the first one to ever do organic pesticides. Sure. But Many of most, almost all the people that came before us, they were focused on safe products and they, they were products that were safe, but they didn't work. So I, every day I fight the perception that if you're safe, you probably don't work. And we worked really hard. We spent a lot of time. We've got great partners that helped us with the chemistry behind this, that they're not only safe, but they work really well. And, you know, the thing that we point out to, to, to our newer customers that we're just talking to for the first time is, you know, we're in that cannabis and hemp space. We're in very, very uh, valuable crops. And those growers will not use products that, that aren't effective. And they have to be safe as well if you're, if you're putting this on, you know, medical marijuana, medical cannabis. So, um, so we're, we're super proud of the fact that um, the products are not only safe, very effective, and then we layer on, you know, a responsibility piece that's kind of unique to us as well. Uh, and by that, I mean, all of our products have been independently tested and proven to be safe for bees and pollinators. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. Insect- so insecticides historically have been very, very uh, har- harmful to, to, to bees and, you know, bee colony collapse, you, you know. Every, we all know why we need bees. They're they're you know they're uh, they're pollinating forty percent of our food supply. So so we 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 were very um, very conscious of making sure our products were safe for bees. Um, we're doing some un- unique things on the packaging side as well. We're moving right now. We just bought our first bottles that are made with recycled plastic. So we think that's a big deal. Our customers love that idea. Um, and honestly, I'm beating the big guys to market in these, this kind of packaging. So I love beating the big guys to, to market with things like that. And, and then the last piece of our responsibility um, kind of platform is focusing on concentrates. We love to offer our products in concentrates. So we're not shipping water. We're shipping concentrates that people can mix at home. And we like to say 
save money, save time, save the planet. Buy those concentrates. It's cheaper for you in the long run, a little easier to use at home with the sprayer that you have that you keep refilling. And boy, it's a whole lot easier on the planet. Well, you've hit upon a lot there that I was just, as I was listening to, just I want to unpack some stuff. You know, something that we would not know unless we work for you and we were there kind of in the, in the guts of the business and whatnot is, you know, what does it really take to develop the right combination of ingredients so that this stuff works? Because I've used organic sprays before on weeds before, and it hasn't worked. And matter of fact, I have in my garage right now, and I think it was shipped, shipped in from New Zealand or something like this, and it's, for a, it's a mold product. And it's... <laughs> Yes. And I got a lot of it and it just does not work. So, I mean, how, so take us through the steps. Was, was that technology already there and you had to acquire it or did you hire the scientists to put it together? What did that look like? Yeah. You know, I came out of big food companies and I came up through, you know, selling and, and, and some general management. So I don't have a chemistry background. I don't have a science background. I didn't even know all of these these, these ingredients when I started here, but I've learned them very quickly. So we, we relied very heavily on experts. We, uh, we work with a, a number of different folks with, you know, uh, big backgrounds in chemistry and science, PhDs. And we, we told them what we want to do and how we, a little bit about how we want to do it. And um, they've just done a great job, um, you know, taking some of the learning that's come a, a little bit before us in the last five to 10 years has been a lot of great R&D and product development, but we've taken those- sure. You know, we've optimized the level of oils. We know which oils we like just through testing. And uh, we've come up with products that work work really, really well. So, uh, yeah, we, we didn't do it alone. We've had we've had a lot of help, a lot of a uh, lot of science in, into these products. Well, that's really cool. What so, so what would people that are not that do not work for your company kind of be surprised about what it takes, I guess, to bring this to market? Boy, you know, it's uh it, it, it's a lot harder than it looks. Uh, you know, starting out is is always difficult. Um, it gets easier over time, but when you're just starting out, so listen, we, you know, we were reaching out to a lot of these big box customers. So Lowe's is uh, one of our biggest customers right now. We're in all of our Lowe's stores, all the Lowe's stores around here, everywhere across the country with our Earth's Ally brand. But we were knocking on their door for six or eight months. We couldn't get a response from email, from phone calls, nothing. And then finally, they uh, they said, hey, we'll give you a 30-minute Zoom call. By the way, this was all going on during COVID. So right. we weren't able to meet anybody in person. So, okay, we'll give you a 30-minute Zoom call. So we're... Um, you know, we, we, we met with the merchant on the phone and, uh, you know, he, he's at home. We're all, we're all at home. And he said, Hey, sorry guys. Um, I'm at home. A lot of distractions. I've got some little kids running around and we have a new, new dog at home. Well, Mike, what kind of dog do you have? Oh, we've got a black lab. I'm like, Mike, you're exactly why we're in business. Little kids, pets, like this is, this is why we do what we do every day. So, you know, I, I got to interrupt you. I got to, I mean, that's a great sales technique, man. I mean, you're pulling that, you're pulling at the doggy heartstrings right there. That's very cool. So we're going, we're going through our presentation deck and we have, I don't know, 20 or 25 pages. We're on like page three or four. And, um, you know, we, we go through what sets us apart. We go through, you know, safe our pillars, safe, effective, responsible. And we go through that slide and Mike said, guys, I have to stop you right there. And I'm thinking, uh-oh, what's going on? And uh, he said, you've done a better job 
telling me why I would think about putting you in my stores than 95% of all the vendors that present to me. So I want to thank you for being really clear about what makes your product different. So we knew we were on, we were on the right track. So that's an example of my 30 years of experience with big companies, big CPG doing presentation decks for years and years and bring it to a small company. So they probably didn't expect us to, I, I think, Many of our customers don't expect us to be buttoned up with presentations, with insights, with financials, with with all those things. And and that's what we bring just with the experience that we have before this. Wow, that's very cool. I I may have to turn to you when I go to pitch somebody maybe to to hire me to be a podcaster for them or something. I don't know. So that's that's very cool. Well, that's that's a neat story. I'm really curious about the uh, Growers Ally. Um, What was the research that you did in the emerging marijuana market that said, look, this, this is something that we can get behind because obviously in some way or another, people are going to consume the product. They're going to put it in their bodies, whether they're going to vape it, they're going to smoke it. They're going to, I don't know what they have anymore. Gummy bears and and other products that are being created really on a daily basis. They're going to consume it. So you need a product that's going to kill the bugs and keep all the fungus off of it. Um, but what was, how did you guys go about developing the product for that and, uh, just really doing the research? You know, we identified it as, as a market that we really liked because it was a a new emerging market. And we knew that, listen, these are, you know, this is a crop that you're not just eating, you're igniting it. So that's a whole different level with like pesticides and what you can put on the plants and they're still learning a lot of that to be honest. So great point. So so we were like, listen, what we're doing is a perfect fit for this for this industry and we know that it's a valuable enough crop that it's it's not the kind of business where it's like super low margin like huge tonnage soybeans or something like that. So we said, this is a market we want to be in. We see this really growing. It's it's a it's a difficult market in a lot of ways to research because it's very secretive. They don't share a lot of information. It's hard to find a lot of these folks. But we said, you know what, this makes a lot of sense. Um, and 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 we knew that legislation was already starting to happen. Boy, so much has happened in the four years we've been doing this. So many states have turned, you know, and, and evolved their their legislation on this. So we're still at the beginning of this. We're still nowhere near a mature market here. And uh, our products resonate really, really well. So we tell the story about what makes our products different and what's in them and how they work. Um, boy, the, the cannabis growers really, really love what we're doing. It's it's funny you talking about how secretive they are. Early on when I was launching this podcast, I think I was at a chamber event and I came across one of the cannabis booths out there. I said, oh man, this would be great. I'd love to have you on. And like, I got no traction with that. Like, oh, you, what you're going to put us on a podcast and ask us questions we don't want to answer? And it, it really wasn't that at all. I was just curious, like, because, because again, you know, I'm I'm in my sixth sixth decade, and I grew up where you know marijuana was a pariah, pot was a pariah. You know, you just you know you just don't do it. It's illegal, and now it's it's an as you say an emerging industry. So I mean, that kind of kind of resonates with me that you say you just it's hard to get get um, that on it. So so I mean, has that been a lagging product for you product line? I mean, is the uh, Earth Ally doing much better or? So Earth Ally is bigger for sure, and you know, being in all the low stores gives us lots of critical mass. We're in lots of places, but but we know that that Growers Ally still has so much potential. And to, to your point, 
the the stigma behind cannabis it's it's going down every day so we we see it happening all the time even in the last three or four years there's been a huge change just in mindset of people as legislation evolves and just it's in the conversation more than it was um and you know as, as i've done my research and just been around this industry more in the last four years I've really come to appreciate that it is, uh, it really is a super plant. So, you know, there's the, um, you know, recreational side of it. So, you know, providing the high, that's, that's fine. But this plant has so many medicinal properties, so many great things from a, from a medical side that are really, um, you know, I hate to use the word miraculous, but boy, you think about people with, you know, PTSD or glaucoma, you know, glaucoma yeah. or, um, you know, uh, so many different things that this, this drug can help them with. Uh, it's, it's, re it's really incredible. And, um, you know, I like the fact that the industry is evolving and, you know, they're doing edibles and topicals and all sorts of different things that aren't just smoking. So it's, they're, they're bringing these products to market in ways that really help improve people's lives. And they're bringing them in ways that they want to consume them. So that's why I think there's tons and tons of room here. And I, I think it's going to be huge. Certainly under, um, I, I, I guess under, you know, the medical marijuana umbrella, most of these plants would be grown, I assume in a warehouse. So is, are there particular types of bugs or fungus that attack? attack them there that would be different than say what i would have in my yard uh, a, a lot of the bugs are the same so most almost all medical marijuana is grown indoors yeah but indoors you still have spider mites you can have russet mites um powdery mildew uh, those are the three big things so we've got great products that take care of all of those things and do it naturally do it in a safe way our products don't leave any residual behind. So our, there's two big things. So our products are, uh, they work on the outside of the plant. So they never go inside the plant. They never go inside the flower. Um, and uh, and they're, 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 they're super safe. They, they volatilize in 48 hours. So they don't leave anything behind. So you can spray it, you can harvest it. And then there's no trace that you ever had a pesticide or any of these products on there, but you don't have the damage that the pest would do if, uh, if you didn't treat them. There's no reason. So, okay. So for example, we, we are having our pool cage done as we speak right now. And my goal was to start really growing some tomatoes. Okay. I want to grow tomatoes. Mm -hmm. So when you say your product volatilizes, in other words, I would take your product, I would take, you know, Earth Ally and I would spray it on the tomatoes and you're saying 48 hours later, it's completely gone. There's no residual effect or... Correct. So these are, so think about it. These are light botanical oils. So rosemary oil, thyme oil, the citric, these are light and Got they, it. they evaporate. So they don't last super long. So that's why we, we tell people if you have an infestation, if you have, uh, aphids or thrips or white flies, you know, you want to spray every three or four days to get them under control. And then you want to spray about every seven days to keep them from coming back. But boy, you know, it doesn't leave anything behind. So they, uh, it, it volatilizes and you're left with your, your, your perfect fruits and vegetables. What about after a rain? So our products, uh, you know, are, they're, they're going to dry in about two or three hours after you spray them. So the rain won't hurt them. You don't want to spray it while, it, while it's raining. You don't want to spray it while the, 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 the plants are wet. It's going to dilute the product. But, you know, warm day, spray them. As long as it doesn't rain for a few hours, you'll be good. 
Let's go back to Lowe's, the big box store. This is something I'm curious about. I've never presented in that environment. Um, and you said you guys really had your act together before you went in there. What what did they want to see from you that really kind of made you guys stand out? You say you're better than 95% of the folks that come in here. So what did you present to them other than the fact that, hey, we want to sell it at this price point and here's your profit margin? Yeah, there, there's a whole lot more to the story. It's it's And it goes back to safe, effective, responsible. They see lots of safe products. The, the merchant we were dealing with uh, definitely saw the vision of needing to have more safe products in his store. So he said, hey, I'm not proud of uh, enough things that I have on my shelf. So I want better offerings for, for, for new gardeners and gardeners that are looking for safer things. But I can only put things in there that I know are going to work. So, you know, sure. we spent a lot of time talking about you know, safe, effective, responsible, why, why they work better than that last generation of organic products. Uh, the safe part is really the easy part of the cell. When you look at the ingredients, you can, you, you know, they're safe. And then, uh, I'll tell you, they were really interested in that responsibility piece. They loved the be safe aspect of the products. And, um, you know, we talked about moving to recycled bottles and we had that on one of our slides and we thought it was going to be a, you know, a two minute conversation. This is what we're doing. Great. And 20 minutes later, we're still talking about recycled bottles. They wanted to know about the savings of the water and the fuel and all. So they were, they were totally buying into the whole, the whole mission about, you know, recycled plastic. So I, I, I love that. That's really interesting. That, that is fascinating that that's what would resonate with them. And it, it, I've always found it interesting that you, some, you really don't know what's going to resonate with the customer. A lot of times, I mean, they have some, something that's important to them and you put all your slide deck together and think, okay, this is going to really blow them over, but something they hook into that you never anticipate. It sounds like it was the same for you. For sure. For sure. You never, you never really know. And, uh, you know, you kind of, you kind of, uh, adapt and, uh, and, and, and do some course correction as you're having the conversation. Well, I'm look again, I'm on your, your website here and you have a very well-developed website. It has all the ingredients that are in your products. You have a weed and grass killer. You have a three and one plant spray, insect control, disease control. You have, you know, the larger, the 2.5 gallon uh, that I see that you, that way you don't, again, you don't have to burn through all the plastic going back and buying the spray bottles, that sort of jazz. Correct. Very nice, very well-developed website. And I encourage people to go there if you are interested. And I, you know, Scott, I will say it's, I particularly got interested in all things organic and all things, you know, trying to protect, uh, trying to protect our environment, you know, really since I moved to Florida, because it's such a lovely, lovely environment down here. We, we love the Sarasota area. You know, you love the ocean. You see what Moat Marine's doing and while they're trying to protect, you know, the surrounding area or whatnot. And I, I just really want to commend you guys for developing this product and getting involved with this space. I'm definitely going to use this product going forward. I think it has a lot to offer, particularly the stuff that I, that I want to do. But, you know, I just kind of think it's our responsibility now with, with the, as we just see, you know, just the ongoing, you know, carnage, unfortunately, that we're causing a lot in our environment. And I just appreciate what you guys are doing. Thank you. We, we agree so much. And you, you, you look around, whether it's cleaners or cosmetics or personal care product, like so many of those things are evolving yeah. to safe, natural. This is... This is a natural extension of 
people, you know, wanting to surround themselves with products and ingredients that they can feel good about having around their families, their pets themselves, and not worry about what it's going to do that, that they may not like. Yep. I, I couldn't agree more. And, you know, we, we've all seen the headlines of, of what's happening with glyphosate, which is, you know, the main ingredient in Roundup. And, you know, there's tons of lawsuits out there over that. And you wonder, okay, I eat a box of cereal, you know, what's on this cereal? Or if I eat a cookie, what's on this, you know, what, what was on the wheat that went into the cookie? And so, you know, I think it's, a lot of this is just self-preservation, you know, using <laughs> products that you, you don't want to put into your body, right? It really is. It's it's scary when you when you read those reports about how much glyphosate they're finding in our food supply and inside our own bodies, and and what what does that really do? So, we're we're really proud that we're doing all of this without chemicals. We're doing it with things that are found in nature. We're doing it in ways that that you know uh, it, it it treats the pest, but but you know you don't have to worry about your pet walking through. You don't have to worry about your children out there, you know, getting in contact with it. So. Uh, yeah, we we, uh, we th- that's our mission. Well, people can find you at Lowe's. They can find you on Amazon. They can find you online. Uh, again, it's a great product. But I guess gotta, leave us with where do you want to take um, the Sarasota Green Group? Yeah, you know we want to we want to keep making our products available in more and more places where consumers are shopping. So we want to be in more doors and more more chains. We want to be in more independent garden centers. Uh, the other thing is, you know, product development. We have a whole long list of, of, of items on our product development list. It's probably 50 or 60 SKUs. So we see both of our brands having a lot of runway in front of them to go into new products and um, categories or segments that are close in, but, you know, maybe a little bit different than what we're doing today. So we're working on some fertilizers. We're working on uh, you know, uh, a number of different products uh, that, that we're pretty excited about that we think there's a lot of opportunity. We're working on a, a home insect control product. So things that you can treat the bugs inside your house, ants, roaches, spiders. Um, and again, do it in a way that's safe. Do it, uh, do it naturally. Boy, you know, what's more important than treating your house with things that you can feel safe about? That's a big deal. That's a big deal, particularly in the subtropics down here where we live. I mean, you just you just simply have to spray or you're going to end up with a problem. And uh, yeah, so I would certainly love to have something that I feel really confident that if I'm in my bare feet walking around and you've 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 squirted it around the perimeter of your house, you're not going to be worried about, okay, what's what's coming up through the soles of my feet? That's a great point. Exactly. Well, Scott, I appreciate you being on the Sarasota Stories podcast. It's been a pleasure getting to know you. And I think you guys have a great product and a a bright future ahead of you. Uh, Is there anything else you want to leave us with? Uh, You know, take a a look at our products. Give them a try. Uh, Like you mentioned, Lowe's, Lowe's Lowe's.com, Amazon. You can find us a lot of different places. Uh, Appreciate your feedback. Anybody that tries it, we'd love to hear, uh, you know, how how uh, how you think it worked for you. That's great. That's great. And everybody, thank you for tuning in today. I appreciate you uh, spending about a half an hour with us today. And um, Scott, we look forward to having you on in the future. Bob, thank you so much. All righty. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, 
learn, and connect. 